You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, for your Friday edition of Locked On Browns, your pregame show brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order. Long time coming, folks, uh, as we are here now, um, getting to do a pregame show. We had some live NFL action last night. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, at Locked On Browns, all lowercase. Follow back account. DMs are open. Anything you guys need, feel free to message me on either one of those counts. Going to sit down today with Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated, at underscore Pete Smith underscore. Start breaking it down here as we can get into this, and it feels so much like a long time coming. Pete, I mean, you know, doing all these shows where, you know, it seemed like, you know, it was going to be a grave possibility of actually getting to this step, but we got football in about 48 hours. Well, I mean, uh, bet on money. Uh, money is uh, usually how these things go. And uh, the NFL stood to make a ton of it if they were going to get the season to go. So uh, it, it always, to me, seems like they were going to get, it. it was just a question of how successful it would be in terms of getting there. And to their credit, for the most part, it's been, better than most anticipated in terms of uh, COVID-19 and, and sort of getting, uh, you know, their, their facilities and everything clean from that aspect. Uh, they're either down to like two or even one player on the COVID list right now. It's It's been an impressive effort. And obviously to the players themselves, um, you know, choosing essentially football over everything else. Uh, to ensure that this can come. Granted, they get paid well, and I understand there's people who are going to bring up that point, but come on, let's all enjoy what we got coming here this weekend. I guess we'll start uh, Browns' offensive side of the ball, going down to M&T Bank Stadium. The Browns will be rocking the Brown, new Brown jerseys on Sunday as the Ravens have chosen to wear white at home, probably the uh, you know the whole heat factor, although it's not really going to be that warm on the East Coast anyway, um, at least nothing the Browns certainly aren't used to here. Uh, you know, Pete, there's... You know, still the question mark of J.C. Treader and J.C. Treader and M.J. Stewart will both be game time decisions. And Coach Stefanski, why at this point? Um, you know, if you don't have to give anything up, you're a fool to. And whatever certain journalists want to take from that, it's it's not the point. The point is, is why show your hold card if you don't have to? We don't need to know who's calling the place till Sunday. We don't necessarily need to know till 1130 whether or not J.C. Treader's you know, playing or not. The Ravens don't need this. They don't need that advantage. You know, so be that as it may. But Treader's a key here, Pete. And obviously this offensive line is probably going to be the key. Because if we saw from anything from last night's game, it seemed like the offense and the defensive lines had there were times where it was, you know, maybe they had issues assem- you know, recreating, you know, how physical line play can be during training camp. And I think that was, you know, one thing I took away from last night is Clyde Edwards Hilaire was, you know, running all over the place. And, you know, you saw guys like Frank Clark getting off the line and just humiliating some dudes. The, certainly the abilities that Miles Garrett has to do here. I think the Browns offensive line, it's going to be huge. Obviously, it was always going to be huge. New line, new moving parts. Um, but it's it's obviously the key to it all and the engine to it all. Sure. I mean, look, the, the Ravens uh, have uh, on the interior are very impressive with Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell. Uh if they're able to disrupt on the interior, that's, you know, that could be the game. Um, you know, I, I expect JC Treader will play. They're pretty stout 
at the guard spots, but that becomes a massive key. I'm not, you know, I expect Matthew Judon is going to have his share of success against uh, Jedrick Wills, uh, but you can deal with that if if they're consistently creating pressure on the inside. Um, then that becomes just a debilitating issue. You can't do much of anything at that point, and you're already at a disadvantage. And you're playing to oh, the Ravens' strengths. You're you're making it so their 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 vulnerable positions uh, have yeah, essentially negated their weaknesses. Now going into this uh, with you know all the firepower that was brought in, you know, to assist in the passing game. Pete, for me, I just, I still think, and I keep going back to this, and some people think I'm not, you know, this is going to be one where it's going to be paramount on Chubb and Hunt to dictate the game, to dictate, you know, possession time, to dictate avoiding three and outs, um, you know, keep putting Baker Mayfield in favorable situations. Uh, you know, this early in the season, normally it's going to be the run to set up the pass anyway, especially in an abbreviated offseason. But it, I, I still come down to, you know, I, I think there's going to be plus 30 carries between. Chubb and Hunt, and I think a lot of this and you know, whether or not how successful the Browns can be on Sunday is going to come down to the legs of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Well, it certainly sets up the whole offense. I mean, look, they they they, they their stated goal is to uh, make runs look like passes and passes look like runs. And, you know, based on the Browns being on sort of a uh, on a, an abridged time frame installing this new offense, the simplest thing you can do is run the ball and run play action. And, you know, you people can talk all day about how linebackers still make run reads for play action, regardless of whether, uh, you know, the run game is successful or not. But you scheme your defense to stop the run if a team is killing you on the run, and that changes your defense. So that, that, that just – that doesn't make that has never made any sense to me that argument. So if the Browns are successful running the ball, uh, they can, you know, create a level of discomfort in that defense, force them to potentially have to scheme against it, which should create opportunities to uh, isolate matchups that they want on the back end through play action. You've got guys like Austin Hooper and and David Njoku and and Harrison Bryant that can potentially. Uh, exploit that and create some explosive plays down the field. And there's, uh, you know, undoubtedly they're going to try to find a way to get, you know, Odell Beckham uh, locked in on, on, you know, a guy like uh, uh, Deshaun Elliott or or one of those to to try to create explosive plays. Okay. Pete, who is maybe on the offensive side of the ball, the most significant player that needs to succeed on Sunday for the Browns to pull this off going down to Baltimore as an eight and a half point dog. Well, I mean, the easy answer would be say Baker Mayfield. I mean, if he plays well, you know, the Browns are in good shape, but if you, you know, if you're looking at this from a sort of X factor point of view, the guy I think can make a huge, huge difference in this game, it's Austin Hooper. I mean, uh, not only uh, was this a big ad and, and certainly a guy you hope, Player, but the Ravens have, uh, you know, linebacker questions. I mean, Patrick Queen's going to be playing his first game. Uh, LJ Fort was okay last year. Uh, and then you have Deshaun Elliott, who's now stepping in uh, to take over for Earl Thomas with his release. And, and 
however confident you want to be in, in, in Deshaun Elliott to step up and do that job. He's been in, he's played exactly 40 NFL snaps. So those are all positions that could can, uh, potentially have to defend a guy like, like Austin Hooper. I assume uh, that Chuck Clark is going to be doing most of that work, but even so, uh, those become opportunities to sort of exploit and create uh, plays. Well, and the thing with Hooper is obviously, you know, that's going to, you know, challenge the middle level of the defense that may give you the opportunity, you know, to have, and look, there's going to be these, you know, these gotcha plays where they're going to go deep, um, you know, and it's going to put the opportunity. If you can hit some to Hooper, it's going to leave the back end vulnerable. Once you have to start focusing on the back end, you have to start focusing on Hooper in the middle zone. It's going to lead to a lot of easy back out receptions for Kareem, for Nick. And that, I mean, so you just want to be able to challenge all levels. And that was the key of bringing Austin Hooper in here. We're going to get some more with Pete. We're going to flip it up. We're going to talk about the defense versus the offense here on your Friday Locked On Browns pregame style brought to you by BuiltBar.com. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concept and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or a stay-at-home parent or you spend hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Trust me, everybody's home right now in my house, sitting down, working, doing you know their school activities. My wife, it's, it's just tough for everybody sitting in a different environment. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets hectic. CBD Freeze and Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like ARN slash CA and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout, all caps, spaces in between. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase. It's superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Now, Pete, we'll take it over to the defensive side of the ball here. And as we've pretty much talked about, you know, all offseason, what Joe Woods likes to do with his defensive scheme seems to pair up well with things that have worked against the Ravens. uh, Lamar Jackson's four losses in the NFL, 18 playoff game against the Chargers. They had defensive backs. They had six and a half defensive backs on the field for a majority of the game. The Browns and the Chiefs last year had five defensive backs on the field for a majority of the game in those wins. You go to the Titans playoff game and they had five and a half defensive backs on the field 
uh, majority of the time. You've got to match speed with speed with Lamar Jackson, but you also have to have linebackers who understand run fits and can be there for the likes of Mark Ingram, can be there for the likes of J.K. Dobbins. Well, look, the it's not really a scheme thing to how to to win this matchup. I mean, you you the Browns were successful with this because their defensive line dictated what Lamar Jackson could do uh, in the first game. Their defensive ends were fantastic uh, with Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon pl- getting upfield, playing contain, and then getting pressure. Uh, they 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 have the guys on the interior with Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogajobi where they can you know, get up the field and, and collapse the pocket without uh, losing their rush lanes to to make it so it's harder for Lamar Jackson to escape, make it harder for him to see, and, and make him have to win with his arm. Uh, from a scheme standpoint, it's it's hard to say. Like in a perfect world, you'd say, oh, well, they're going to put a bunch of DBs on the field. The problem is we don't know who is healthy and who isn't. So all of a sudden, you could be in a situation where it's Denzel Ward MJ Stewart in the slot, and then Terrence Mitchell on the outside, the the other side, and that might be simply how they do it. Um, however, uh, they might be more inclined to, you know, put a third linebacker, put whether it's Sony Taki Taki or Jacob Phillips, uh, to to try to really clamp uh, clamp down on the running game. And the Ravens don't have as many tight ends as they did previously. Uh, so there's a difference in, you know, their philosophy. They may be more of a receiver-based offense, which, you know, could, could change things. But um, I expect the defensive line is going to be largely treated the same way. Uh, the Ravens are not as good off on the offensive line as they were last year because they're down Marshall Yonda and they're replacing him with DJ Fluker. Uh, and they've got Bradley Bozeman, who was there last year, but isn't, you know, like a great player. Uh, and then Matt Skura, who I assume is healthy, but he's coming off major surgery uh, at center. He's a very, very good player when he was healthy. I, I don't know where he's at. But in addition to that, I would expect Joe Woods to, to, to you know, mix in some B-gap blitzes in particular to keep testing those guards to try to create some pressure on Jackson and just fluster him and try to make a mistake. But Overall, you're going to play almost. I, I would expect the Browns to play exactly zero man coverage in this game. They don't want to put uh, take their eye on Jackson, and they're going to try as 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 best as they can to force Lamar Jackson to beat him beat them with his arm. Which has been you know, which has been the case. You get them in you know positions where you take away. Uh, you know, the diversity of their offense, you know, where you can feature anyone carrying the ball um, and, and just get him into more traditional throws from the pocket, which will be different this year, obviously, as it looks like it's going to be more, you know, wide receiver oriented. Look, Mark Andrews is a fantastic player, um, but, you know, we used to make the jokes about how many tight ends the Ravens carried. And now here is, you know, basically the, the script being flipped, you know, where the Browns carry a bunch of them. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, obviously pressure is going to be a paramount and you're going to hopefully have, you know, the four top guys healthy. and against a reworked offensive line that's very similar to Cleveland where they have not had much time to work together, or maybe you have players within said unit who aren't as good as certainly the players they are replacing. Um, you know, plus then there's the, you know, we have to worry about Miles Garrett, but oh man, Olivier Vernon's really good. Oh man, Sheldon Richardson's really good. Oh man, Larry Ogunjobi just keeps getting quicker and quicker off the snap. 
Um, then you work in, obviously, Adrian Claiborne, Porter Gustin. I think a lot of guys are going to see more reps than they would in a normal week because it's going to be certainly a question of conditioning at this point. Um, then, you know, Jordan Elliott probably going to get some reps here. Uh, then you get to the linebacker unit. Um, you know, people, we talked about Jacob Phillips and we think his ascension within this unit. Um, and B.J. Goodson, you know, I, I, I'm assuming probably week one, you know, B.J. Goodson is probably going to see the most reps out of any linebacker. I certainly think that's going to change as the season goes, though. Well, look, I mean, I, I assume it'll be B.J. Goodson. Obviously, he missed a bunch of time with a, a personal situation. I, you know, I don't know the details of that. Uh, that's his business. But, uh, you know, as long as the coaching staff is comfortable with him being able to uh, be in there and play, I, I expect he's going to start. Uh, I, I assume it's going to be Jacob Phillips with him. But, uh, you know, maybe they, they go with Sione Takitaki. He's technically a Sam. But if they go with him sort of to be a physical presence, uh, to try to stop the run, I could see it, but I think Phillips uh, understanding sort of how to see the game at a high level and, and sort of maybe uh, get to plays before they start. Um, I, th I think th th that's what we're going to see, and that that becomes the the, the way the Browns are going to defend it. But they're they're going to uh, try to take as much off their plate as possible. So they're going to be see ball get ball for the most part. Maybe they jam and reroute. But I don't expect them to try to guard tight ends by themselves. I expect they're going to be largely responsible for keeping an eye on, on the running game and Lamar Jackson and that type of stuff. And I think one advantage Jacob Phillips has in this situation is, you know, granted, just a rookie. But, you know, what the Ravens are doing on the offensive side of the ball is, you know, pretty paramount in college and certainly in the SEC where teams are loaded with athletes. And, you know, and again, see ball, go get ball. Pete, like we did on the offensive side of the ball here. Which player, and you know, look, I mean, Miles Garrett, we know week in, week out is capable of destroying any game at any time. So obviously, I'll lay up to go with him. Who is probably the paramount defensive player here in order, for, you know, for the Browns defense to do what they have to do to, you know, give the team the best chance for victory? Sorry, say that again. Who's, who's going to be the Browns defensive player that's going to need to step up? Well, I don't know about step up, but I mean, Miles Garrett's the best player you have, and and he's the guy who can single handedly short circuit everything they want to do. He's just bigger, stronger, faster than everything. Ronnie Stanley's, you know, been an all, and Ronnie Stanley still has his hands full with Miles Garrett. Uh, but if you if you want to go away from Garrett, the guy I you know I I, I lauded all camp. I thought he was great, and and, and should be in a position where he has a really really good. Uh, matchup in here is Sheldon Richardson. Uh, he's been uh, disruptive. I think if he comes out playing like he did at the end of last year, like he's been in camp and Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon are firing, uh, uh, you know, on all cylinders, they're going to be really, really dominant uh, up front. And that's, and in, in many ways, they have to be based on where this defense is. So Sheldon Richardson needs to be uh, effective. Um, for me, I think it's going to probably be, you know, whether it's Joseph or whether it's Ronnie Harrison, which safety they're bringing up closer, you know, to the line in, in you know, either run situations or helping out with Mark Andrews and banging him, maybe being the underneath guy. Um, you know, the question is how much, you know, can Harrison take in to this point? You know, how much of the defense does he have? Not that anybody's got all of it to this point, but, you know, can they create a big enough role for where Ronnie Harrison can make a difference or is it going to be Carl Joseph? I think you're going to need, you know, somebody to step, step up within that safety group. And my guess would be it's going to be one of those two. We'll get to, you know, some final game thoughts here, you know, uh, predictions, things of that nature. 
with Jeff Lloyd and Pete Smith on your Friday, Locked on Browns. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a new website that just launched on August 1st called OhioVersusEveryone.com. The site covers Ohio sports and pop culture. They have in-depth, interesting articles about the Cleveland Cavaliers, Browns, and of course the Indians, the Reds and Bengals, and the Ohio State Buckeyes and more. Uh, John McCafferty has his recent article up there about Browns players that are going to need to step up for a chance at a Browns victory in week one. It's all your favorite teams, all in one site. And because they cover all the teams, they only bring you the best, most interesting topics. Check them out again. It's Ohio versus everyone.com. That's Ohio vs. everyone.com. What do you think point-wise here, Pete? You know, did the Browns, you know, obviously last year they scored a ton when they were down there. You know, this year, I mean, you're going to have to get 20 minimum. Uh, that's tough. I, I, I really don't know what to expect in terms of either team, honestly. It, it, you know, this feels like it could be a really low-scoring game. The like the defenses we saw uh, on Thursday that, uh, you know, defense may be uh, really ugly and you're seeing a lot of bad tackling and things like that. I'm inclined to think that both teams will have their defenses slightly ahead of their offenses, which favors the Ravens. Uh, But, uh, you know, I think this could be like the first team to 25 type deal. I think for me, one of the most interesting things going into this, and this is a point I'm going to you know, keep going back to, it's obviously going to be discipline in tackling, like you mentioned. But look, there's not much to go on if you're the Ravens. Um, you know, obviously, the Browns practices, you know, they were put on YouTube. Everybody's got access to them. But I don't know if you have enough to, to take from that. You're going to go back to what you saw. Stefanski is one year as an offense coordinator in Minnesota. You know, I think you know, this is where, you know, and granted, they are lacking in time. And, you know, as far as reps and where a team would normally be, you know, on September 13th. But it's the Ravens defense is essentially playing a bit of an unknown in this Browns offense right now. Well, it's just look, there's so much that we've seen in practice, but carrying over from last year, you know, uh, the only two things you really can say these things are, are really are, are good or really effective. And that's Nick Chubb is great. He's going to be great as long as he's healthy. I mean, you know, he's so good that we can sort of take him for granted and, and sort of just <laughs> say he's going to be outstanding. And then Jarvis Landry is going to be effective. Uh, you know, he's probably not going to be a superstar, but if he plays as well as he did last year, the Browns are going to be loving that. But we don't know what Odell Beckham's really going to do uh, because last year was just so – awkward and and awful from that standpoint because he was hurt the chemistry wasn't there and it's the same deal with like Kareem Hunt we don't know what he's going to bring you know truly bring because last year he was just wasn't himself and uh just wasn't right and and you know in some ways I feel better about about Austin Hooper than both of them and that's only because I've only seen good things out of him but we haven't seen that either uh you never know what uh, David Njoku is going to do uh which is which sort of is the problem with him. He could be really, really good, or he could be frustratingly inconsistent in terms of catching the ball. Uh, so, it, you know, there, as much as we want to be able to go, man, the Browns are loaded, and they are. Uh, there's still sort of this waiting to see it, and and 
you know, not sort of buy into something only to get fooled again. Well, and and the key, you know, with Coach Stefanski and having this plethora of weapons, um, it's it's you know maybe not just trying worrying about so much about getting everybody involved, as in sticking to the script, sticking what's working, and just let you know Baker matriculate his way through it. Um, you know what made Baker as great as he was in 2018 was it, it, there was you know yes you had Jarvis Landry, but it wasn't like there was a true feature option and Baker just took what the defense gave him and did it with lesser significant talent than what he's got now. So just in the key with the play action and, and we've seen, he's been good with this is, you know, hitting his mark, boom, gone ball released. And, and just more of that. That's where, you know, the offensive line play is going to be paramount, especially on the inside, which was devastatingly good for them in 2018 before, you know, they moved on from Kevin Zeitler, keeping Baker clean, allowing him to see, and read the progressions and, you know, finding the open man. And again, you know, with Nick Chubb, with a healthier Kareem Hunt, you stick with what works. And the other thing is, my God, if you script 15 plays and they look really good, let's not just go freaking willy nilly from that point on, Pete. Yeah, look, it's tough. The Ravens are just a, you know, there may not be a team that's sort of better equipped for, for what this season brought. Um, obviously Earl Thomas is a huge curveball in that, but otherwise, you know, they, they, they have so much continuity and they're in the best position, uh, along with the Pittsburgh Steelers to sort of really seize the opportunity in this season to, to be a really good team coming out of the gate. And the Browns are one of the teams that's, you know, at the biggest disadvantage. And, you know, it certainly seems like, Kevin Stefanski did a really nice job in terms of getting guys prepared. I think the rookies uh, are a good illustration of the the offseason plan and the virtual meetings and stuff like that that seems to have had success. Uh, but, you know, they could get the most out of every practice and still feel like they're at a disadvantage because they've just lost so much time that they can't make up. So you're trying to be more efficient. You're trying to be all these things. But, you know, the, the the Browns are not going to be as comfortable in their offense or their defense as the Ravens are going to be in their offense or their defense. And they're really good. So that's the nature of the disadvantage. It's not to say that the Browns can't win because they can. Uh, I think there are ways they can exploit opportunities to make, uh, you know, to, to make this play to their favor, but it's just a really difficult situation for the Browns to come out and be uh, good enough to sort of uh, to win this game. And look, there is this weekend could go a million different ways for a million different teams in all of these games. Um, I don't think there's, you know, you're going to see some upsets. I have a feeling there's going to be teams that maybe are just ahead of the curve, some teams that are behind the curve and you just, we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be certainly an interesting weekend. Um, across the NFL. But with that, we are ready to go. Week one, we are ready to tow it up, kick it off, get started here in Baltimore. Really, I'm excited for it, guys. It's been a long time coming to get to this point. So definitely fired up for it. Make sure you're checking out everything um, from Pete and the team over at Browns Digest on SI.com. Obviously, they're just going to keep continuing giving you great content, getting you ready for Sunday, and obviously everything after the game as well. Pete and I will be here, you know, after the game on Sunday. You know, know you was know us. We normally, you know, film the, I mean, record the post game show as quickly as possible and get that out to you guys. Get you our thoughts 
Uh, make sure you're following at underscore Pete Smith. Make sure you're following me at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you're following the show at Lockdown Browns. DMs always open. Follow back account over at Lockdown Browns. Excited for it. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.